Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piewarski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the co-host with the most, from the coast with the most, here on The Rundown, 2A views, conservative news, and Craig, how was your... Crunch Thursday going so far? Uh, you know, it's actually going quite well. I've actually had a chance to, to punch a few throats. Nice. Very good, very good. I did the same. I had to come to work today. Listen, it's been so long since I've been to work, I'm finding stuff in my desk I didn't know I had. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I had to come to work today, so I had to throat punch some people at work. Well, there you go. Throat punch Thursday, I guess, then is a good day to come to work, although I'm sure that... Uh, you might have to take another workshop on workplace violence if you commence to punching people in the throat at work. Not only am I the human resources director, I'm also the combatives director. So, <laughs> I, I okay. is, so is that how the workplace violence course works? It's like, no, this is how you do it. Yeah, yeah this is how you do it. This is, this is how you don't leave marks. Somebody hand me that phone book. <laughs> Somebody hand me that phone book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Well, it's good to have you back, sir. We always uh, we always have a good time when we have an opportunity to get together. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's get the good times a-rolling, and why don't we start with a quick right. shout-out to our sponsors. Let's do it. Let's say uh, hello to our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the past five years, probably got one of their barrels, don't even know it. Now you can buy from them direct to rebarrel your current rifle or put a new barrel in your next bill. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future. Oh, that's right. Well, Mikey's news. Mikey's using his work Wi-Fi, so uh, looks like oh, looks like we got him back. <laughs> uh, you are at hit. Uh oh, I can see clearly. Are we having a hard time hearing? Are you? We having a hard time hearing me? No, I can, I can hear you. We're definitely jumping in and out. I'm uh, the internet's uh, pretty bad. You, you, honestly, if you can hear me, Craig. Yeah. There's a parked between my hangar and the next, blocking the Wi-Fi signal. Oh. So. Well, they'll do that. They'll do that. Well, tell you what, I'll go ahead and I will. Uh, I will finish off the okay. the shout-outs for you, just to keep it going. So we start off with Hitman Industries. Uh, if you're looking for rifle or pistol caliber barrels, they are the place to go. Just go to hitmanindustries.net. Remember, they have a first responders discount and they have Glock barrels. So all the more reason why you need to visit them. And then we've got the California Republican Assembly, referred to by Ronald Reagan as the conscience of the Republican Party. Visit them at cragop.org. If you want to be a part of California's future today, join CRA. And then we've got Hog Holsters, helping Americans wear guns. All you got to do is go to hogholster.com, use discount code The Rundown, and get a discount. And trust me, whatever setup you have, whatever firearm you have, whatever optical you might have, whatever light you might have, trust me, they will have a setup for you. So check them out, hogholsters.com. Remember, use discount code Rundown, get your discount today. 
And then uh, if you're looking for outdoor gear, tactical gear, camping gear, cold weather gear, or hot weather gear, if you're looking for all things tactical, everything but the gun, the place to go is uscombatgear.com. Veteran-owned and operated, phenomenal prices, great selection, and fast shipping. Check them out. Once again, uscombatgear.com. I think I hit them all, Mike. I, th- I think, you know, I don't do it as well as you do, but, you know, I, I try. You got them. And look, look, I'm going through my desk. I found some Toronto Familiar, some some whiskey, all stuff in my desk. Speak, speak, speaking of whiskey, Mike, um, we really need to get Boundary Oak on as a sponsor. They are great people. <laughs> they are good people. We really, this one, Patton, by far, my fa- one, of, one of my favorites. They have been a uh, longtime sponsor of Arms Room Radio, so... Yeah, we gotta we gotta give them a holler because that did that anyway. Very good stuff, folks. If you have not tried it, uh, you gotta try Boundary Oak Distiller. They got a number of great selections, but uh, yeah. but the Patton is 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 my favorite. They are the good ones, that's for sure. <laughs> All righty then. So let's go ahead and get into today's stories. All right, it might help if I actually had this thing set up correctly. There we go. All right, our story number one, our lead story, as you might have noticed, has to do with the number of sex change surgeries. And it's talking about how they have increased. Uh, now, by the way, this was from 19, no, sorry, this was from 2016 to 2019. So literally in only three years, you've seen the number of, of whether you want to call it sex reassignment surgeries, you want to call it sex change. I will no longer refer to it as gender affirming care. I'm sorry, I will absolutely positively not. Because it doesn't describe what it is, what they're what they're attempting to do, and I probably should call it attempted sex change surgery or you know sex organ surgery. Uh, what they're doing is they are either removing or altering fully functional uh, body parts. Uh, in in some cases, sexual organs. Uh, anyway, but according to this story at CNN of all places, I can't believe that CNN actually. Although I think they're trying to take a different spin on it. CNN actually put this put this story out. And it's noting that gender-affirming surgeries, well, that is not what I call them, that is what they call them, uh, in U, in U, I'm sorry, this is in the U.S., tripled from 2016 to 2019. It says here, the increase is probably due in part to changes in state and federal laws that require insurance to cover such care in addition to some growing social acceptance of the trans community, according to the authors of a paper that published Wednesday in the journal JAMA Open Network, or Network Open. Earlier studies have have detected an increasing trend in earlier time periods, but they typically captured only patient procedures. Many gender-affirming surgeries are outpatient, are outpatient. Study co-author Jason Jason Wright said. Now, Mike, I I don't think so much that society's attitude has changed as much as they are attempting to force this idea. Basically, they've now made it so that we're going to force insurance companies to to do this. Now, it it was funny. My my grandson, my, 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 I just had a grandson and my my daughter decided, wanted to have him circumcised. And now that is is was considered to be elective surgery or cosmetic surgery so they had to pay for it but i guess if you cut the whole thing off uh it's considered gender affirming therefore 
you get uh therefore you get it for free um interesting greg by the way i would not recommend circumcision see not, not for an adult anyway oh this is adult okay yeah maybe maybe then yeah maybe yeah, sorry then uh, <laughs> uh yeah kids i guess that'd be all right um the uh yeah, listen, um, yeah, you're right. Uh, you start looking at the numbers, read into it, Craig. Um, this is now the numbers have gone up because, again, the feds have said, uh, see, this administration has said you, you allow this, uh, you know, to be covered. Otherwise, you know, listen, you're, you're not going to be covered anymore. You're, I mean, like, we won't back your insurance. You know, if something goes wrong, you're out on your luck. You'll have no uh, government backing behind it. Uh, as well as, Craig, make sure you factor into this the military, the military procedures that are now authorized as well. They're probably counting those numbers in there too. Well, and well, the other thing is, is so now in, the, now with this increase, by the way, uh, a significant number of the a percentage of this, I want to say significant, about 8% of the total number of people who are having this done are actually minors. We're talking under the age of 18, about 8% which totals I somewhere around I mean it's really somewhere about four to five thousand uh, in uh, children every year are are for lack of a better term mutilated um, over a decision that they may or may not regret you know in in 10 15 years uh, but then uh, that, oh, by the way, also does not include the number of individuals uh, who who uh, who have undertaken uh, puberty blockers or or cross hormone therapy, which once again has already been deemed and been already the number of side effects that exist in these particular cases is huge, uh, and and the, the percentage of time it's often resulted in sterility. That's not an uncommon side effect. Uh, it is completely restricted the growth. Like they say that it's completely reversible, but if you block hormones, if you block hormones during puberty, there's no guarantee that you're actually going to fully grow. Uh, osteoporosis has been uh, has been a side effect that has been commonly known. Um, it, it's just we we know that there are issues here, and yet when we look at this, like I said, about eight thousand kids. Every year, I mean, 8,000, about 5,000 kids every year. And by the way, that's only for up to 2019. That was even before they started. I mean, the real big push when it came to children, it really has been, quite frankly, like almost during and post COVID. So uh, it anyway, it's folks, it's it, it's a, it, we're, we're talking scary times here. I mean, this is real. This is really, really bad. But once again, it was funny. I was I was uh, listening to another show. It was a Ben Shapiro show, and he was talking about a book. And I didn't have a chance to look it up. Maybe we'll bring it up in a, in a future program. But it was by an author who was who was writing something back in the late two thousands, right? And they were talking about or late two thousand, yeah, late two thousands. And they were talking about how you know they had been writing on issue, all sorts of issues and trans issues, and they weren't trans. So I don't know how you could say that there's a quote-unquote contagion or social contagion. You can't catch being trans. Well, eventually, their one of their children would become trans. Their husband would become trans. And then now they've got a book out talking about how they are now trans. So evidently, uh, it might be contagious. <laughs> and, uh, and they caught it. Purely a joke. Purely a joke. But the, my, my point being is, and I, I truly do believe this, 
not that there are not people who are who are truly dealing with gender dysphoria. There are people who are truly dealing with it, but I believe a and a not insignificant percent of people who claim to have gender dysphoria are actually dealing with this social contagion, uh, which is pushing the idea of 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 uh, this, this gender identity confusion. I'm sorry. I just tend to believe that, and I think there's plenty of science to back me up on that. In any case, it looks like we're, we're without Mikey for a while, but that'll be okay, because I'm just going to go ahead and keep on going. Let's see here. Oh, our next story. Now, I know you're wondering, I know you probably already feel like you know, uh, how Biden has actually increased, how his work or the stuff that he's done is actually wanted, driving up uh, the cost of food prices. Well, Check this out. You're going to very much be find you're going to find this very interesting. Uh, this once this is a story from over at the New York Post. Let me pull it up here real quick. And then it says here Biden's food stamp expansion linked to 15% increase in the jump of grocery prices. That's right. In the in the jump of grocery prices. That's what they are, in fact, linked to. And as a matter of fact, let me pull down here. It says, a push by the Biden administration to increase food stamps to the tune of $1 trillion could be responsible for a 15% rise in prices, of, in prices at the grocery store, according to a government watchdog group. The Department of Agriculture rolled out revised nutritional standards for the Supplemental Assistance Nutrition Program, SNAP, uh, in 2021, that expanded the program by 27% on average from pre-COVID pandemic levels. The Foundation for Government Accountability found overall spending on the program more than doubled between 2019 and 2020, going from $4.5 billion in 2019 to $11 billion in 2022, a study released by Thursday by the Government Accountability Shows. The spending hit $8.6 billion in March of 2023, despite some emergency allotments having expired, and is expected to rise by 5.8%, raise the cost of 5.8% over the year. Now, now, Mike, I don't know, seems kind of, uh, seems kind of obvious to me that uh, what's going on here, and that's that by handing out free money, what's resulting in people are basically are, are there's once again, you're having you're you're increasing the demand, which means the price winds up going up. Yeah, um, you know, Craig, I was at the grocery store this week, and I do most of the grocery shopping. There are items from three years ago, more than half the items that normally buy on a regular basis, not specialty items, are up one hundred percent have doubled in price in the last three years. So when they talk about this 15%, 15% here, that 15% is just a 15% on top of what last month's 10% was, or what last the month before 15% was. Folks, you're paying double right now. We, listen, you're paying double for the price of gas. You know that, at least. You're paying double for the price of food. Um, you, you know, it's, it's uh, have you had enough yet? Have you, enough, have you had enough of the lies? Uh, have you had enough? You know, it's time to, it's time to get out and, uh, and, and do like we say all the time. Go vote with your wallet. Right, because I'm done playing your poorhouse games. Well, and, and that's exactly what's going on here. Is he wants to act like, and they, the, the funny part is, is people want to act like, or Democrats want to act like, 
the president's policies have played no role in this, but it clearly has. And once again, these are all things, a lot of these are things that he's pushing. These aren't even things that are were funded in past, in past legislation. These are literally things he decided to do. And then on top of that, you have the massive spending that was approved by Democrat majorities. Um, you know, and it's, it has created... Uh, it has created this this increase. And by the way, just folks for you wondering, yes, the entire world is dealing with inflation, but we have some of the highest inflation in the entire world. We are far above, well over 50% above the next closest nation when it comes to uh, the amount of inflation. And yes, the increase in inflation has gone down, but guess what? Prices are still going up. Yeah. Yep, absolutely right. Absolutely right. You have time. Time to say you've had enough, folks. Get out there but, and do it. Call the but Bidenomics is working. Oh yeah, listen. Well, once again, Greg, the uh, the the price of bail and bond is just has dropped. I mean, you can get that pretty cheap right now. Right. <laughs> All right. Moving right along, the origin of gun control, and so this is actually a commentary. This is out of a commentary that was written in the Atlantic, and I really think the author, the guy who wrote it. Um, I don't know that he really know or understood exactly what it was that he was that he was doing. Um, but let me let me just read a little bit of this to you. It says in the summer of 1619, the leaders of a fledgling Jamestown colony came together as the first General Assembly to enact just laws for the happy, guiding, governing, guiding the governing of people inhabiting or inhabiting consisting of the governor of Sir George Yardley, his four his four councillors, and twenty two elected burges, as for representatives, the group approved more than thirty measures. Among them was the nation's first gun law. That no man shall give, I mean, shall sell or give any Indians any spice, shot, or powder, or any other arms offensive or defensive upon pain of being held a traitor to the colony of and of being hanged as soon as the fact is proven after the after that early example of gun control came many more laws placing restrictions of ownership of use of firearms if guns have always been part of the american society so have gun laws but but mike here here's the thing that the guy who wrote this article really kind of fails is this gun control law like most of like almost all of the early gun control laws were meant to keep certain people in this case races of people out of possession of firearms that included that included native americans that included mexicans I think at some point Irish and Italians were not allowed to own or possess or there were restrictions on their ability to be able to purchase firearms. Um, black people or Africans or newly freed slaves. I mean, what's funny is, and, and by the way, we knew this because these were the sorts of laws when, uh, when, when people started challenging after post-Bruin, when, 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 uh, uh, when people challenged New York's new law, these are the sorts of laws that they came up with to say, look, there's a history of gun control. Yeah, absolutely right. By the way, isn't this the origin of the, was it, is it that 1619 project as well? 
Uh, <laughs> it's from the same place. It's where it comes from, right? Um, the um, I, I would like to point out, and, and and when they bring up those laws as well, when they when they're saying uh, these are the historical references for these for these uh, uh, these these anti-gun laws, um, Craig, what was the what was the name on the door uh, of this country back in 1619? What, what where were we? We were we were oh that's oh that's right. This was Great Britain. That's right. We were in Great that's Britain. right. Um, these were not American laws, folks. They might have been written on the North American landmass, but they were British laws. So sticky, sticky nonsense to go home with it. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. And exactly. But once again, when it comes down to it, almost all of the laws, once again, were the only laws I think that, that were, that, that, that existed. I know they tried some surety laws, uh, but the others were Concealed carry was not considered an honorable thing back then. So, in other words, if you had a firearm, they wanted you to have it exposed, not so much concealed. I, the only other gun control laws that I that once again that I know of uh, were largely those. Now, there were also there were also some cities, some towns in the West that prohibited or restricted you from carrying a firearm in the, within the city limits. Um, but for the most part. Um, yeah, no. Most of the most of the gun control laws that existed, once again, were about keeping those people from owning or possessing firearms. Yeah, there you go. Careful, yeah. So yeah, I, I just thought it was funny that dude didn't even realize what he was doing. It's like you do realize you're just making, you're just saying that. Yeah, yeah. I guess racism is okay if it keeps people from owning guns. We've seen this a couple of times now with historical references where they go back and find things that were unconstitutional. Later ruled three unconstitutional and go, listen, you asked for a historical reference. You didn't ask for a constitutional historical reference. Right, exactly. All right, so it's getting into our next story, Mike. Um, now, have you heard this song, Rich Men North of Richmond? Nope. All right, let's listen to just a little bit of it. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the controversy surrounding uh, surrounding uh, Oliver Anthony, the uh, the 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 uh, artist who performed this song. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows it all. Just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think, wanna know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do, cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end, cause the rich men, cause the rich men. Alright, so, now this guy is basically, he's a guy who's an out-of-work miner, he basically has a YouTube channel, he records songs, and this was like one of the first songs he did where he actually did it with an actual microphone and whatnot. And someone came across it, conservative commentators came across it and shared it, and it's, it's a pretty big deal now. It's number one on uh, Billboard's top ten. 
It's number one. It's got over 34 million or 34 million uh, hits. This dude ain't asked for no money. He ain't asked for nothing, right? Well, liberals hate this song. They flat out hate this song. Because here's a guy who's poor, who's broke. He ain't got nothing. And he ain't asking for more welfare. All he's saying is, look, could you do me a favor and, you know, not... First of all, my dollar's hard enough to get. You're taking a bunch of it. And then you're giving it to people who ain't even trying to work. Right? That's kind of the, the position... Uh, that he's kind of pushing in the position that he's kind of that he's kind of taken on this. Well, now they're talking about a controversy. They're saying that there's a controversy because, well, there's a, because they're saying that his accent isn't real. Like conservatives are angry and upset because his accent doesn't sound real. Now there was an interview that he did on Fox, and so this is what they're using. This is what the 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 they're saying is what causes it was making this controversial check it out i mean we are the melting pot of the world and that that's what makes us strong is our diversity and we need to learn to harness that and appreciate it and not use it as a political tool to, to keep everyone separate from each other you know so they're saying well number one he doesn't sound you see how he, when he sings the southern see when he sings the country song he has that southern twang like that right but when he talks he talks normal like this now issue number one how many british singers do you know have absolutely no british accent when they're singing their songs all frauds craig evidently according to these people they would be frauds right they are all frauds and then he says you know our strength so it's why we should be using it instead of using it uh, to, to attack each other. I'm like, and once again, now, now, here are the conservatives that they're saying have issue with this. Hold on, let me pull up the website. Let me pull up the website here. So on the website, so some guy named Derp, right? I've never heard of him. CIA, he's saying he's a CIA, saying he's a CIA plant. Here's another guy, America's Lounge Singer. In, in America's Lounge Singer, I'm sorry, Dude is just mad because a guy on YouTube who wasn't trying to become famous became famous. Um, I don't see or hear any conservative commentators or any average conservatives. I mean, I've heard some people say, well, maybe he's a corporate plant. They're trying. I'm like, if dude was a corporate plant, trust me, he'd be, he would be making bank right now. He would be touring right now. I would have absolutely no problems. But once again, I think that what I really believe is this song hits to what the average American is kind of feeling right now. The average middle class American, they're, they're working hard and they're feeling like they don't mind paying taxes, but they're pissed because they feel like their taxes are being wasted by guys who really don't appreciate, appreciate. They don't treat the taxpayers' money like it's their money. Like, like it's their money. They don't act like stewards of someone else's money. Well, you know, they act like it's theirs. Yeah, there you go. They're not good stewards though, yeah. Yeah, they act like it's theirs. They just blow it. They don't care because they're going to get a bailout. Um, uh, you know, I, I think this guy's uh, legit. Uh, I, I think he, 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 he should probably be playing bagpipes. Look at this guy. I mean, this guy's about as pure Highlander as I've ever seen. Um, but uh, I, I think the, uh, the, the the song's legit. And uh, I, here's how I can tell you it's legit, Craig. Uh, he's got a decent little microphone there. Somebody would be better telling him, get, get yourself a microphone stand, get a microphone out there. And he did all this and set up his stage, and there's still a deer stand against a tree behind him. <laughs> that's, that's, nobody's ever 
Okay, I think I think that I think the uh, the Weber Nets have taken Mike out because they don't want they don't want his voice to be heard. That's what it is, Mike. I think they're I think the in, the Weber Nets are trying to take you out because they don't want your voice to be heard. There you go. Anyway, you were saying. No, you do not get much. You do not get much more real than that. And uh, anyway, I appreciate it. But I just love how they go out of their way to try and tear down or try and, and create a fake controversy uh, because you know they just can't handle the fact that somebody out there might actually say something that they disagree with that resonates with people. No, I hear you. I hear you. Before you know it, they're going to be uh, charging this guy with. Uh, uh, Charging into the Capitol on January sixth, uh, and uh, and voter fraud. Right, exactly. All right, now it's time to move on to our parting shots. Brought to you by Hog Holsters. Go to hogholster.com. Use discount code the Rundown. All caps, no spaces. One word. Uh, get your Hog Holster today. All right, our first one is uh, from. Uh, let's see who's it. Which one's this one? Oh, here we go. So you know they they're, they're now out there they're out there not the president is out there they've got some cadaver dogs out there in uh, in Hawaii in Maui and uh, I I think the cadaver dog found one. Uh, dead man walking. <laughs> For those of you who are just listening to the program, it's uh, Joe Biden is petting a what appears to be a cadaver dog or appears to be a dog, and uh, it says cadaver dog finds dead man walking. Crazy. God love Crazy. that. God love that. But hey, he had to go there because he had to empathize. You know, did you hear someone the other day call him the empathizer in chief? Yes. Well, here's the proof. It's him sitting there. He's sitting there with the, the you can see the smoke and the fire behind him. He's sitting there in his lounge chair with his wine shirt on and his drink with yeah. the umbrella on it. And it says, I know how you feel, folks. I almost lost my Corvette and a kitten when my house almost caught fire. That's it. And if he loses that Corvette, he loses all the boxes of secret documents in the trunk. I know that. By the way, folks, that is the tie-in. That Corvette right there—it—it's the one where all the documents were stored. Yep. <laughs> Illegal good destruction, right there. Just like Hillary's. Good stuff. Good stuff. But you know, Mike, they're blaming the whole thing on climate change, right? They're blaming the yeah. whole exact thing on climate change. In fact, especially AOC is here. It's it's a picture of AOC saying, the world will end in 12 years due to climate change. And then you've got Al Gore. I've been saying that for the past 30 years. That's it. That's it, that guy right there. Hey, you remember what Al Gore's Secret Service code name was? No, what was it? Al Gore. Al Gore. Okay. <laughs> Ah, yeah. See, unfortunately, I think they had to take Mike out with that one. That 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 joke was just a that that joke was just that bad. That's how bad that joke was. But anyway, folks, it's about that time. We're wrapping it up here, so we're gonna go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, first, we got Hitman Industries, looking for rifle or pistol length barrels, including Glock barrels. Go to hitmanindustries.net today. Remember, they got a they have a uh, first responder discount. 
Also, if you want to, if you want to impact California, help elect conservatives, in particular, a particular conservative, in the sixth congressional district, check out CRA. It's California Republican Assembly. CRAGOP.org. Become want to want to be a part of California's future today? Join CRA. Then we've got hog holsters. Get your hog holster at hogholster.com. Use discount code the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And finally, we've got combat gear, outdoor gear, tactical gear, every, all the gear you need but the gun. You can get it at uscombatgear.com. All right, folks, so that's going to be it for today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Friday, Freaky Friday. We will have a good time, as usual. You all enjoy your evening, and we will be back tomorrow. Peace out.